Two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. So this is this is crazy. We've been getting uh, crazy windstorms. Really? And it's kind of giving me, like, I'm kind of getting triggered back to springtime in the valley there. Like, we had crazy, it was, it was literally, like, shaking the panes oh, uh, wow. of the window. It was, it was wild. It was wild. Yeah, that was, that was pretty much all of yesterday. Um, and then last night, we had a crazy thunderstorm. Again, like, uh, uh, lightning flashes at, like, 2.30 a.m., and then thunder that also, like, shakes the windows and, like, uh sets the foundation moving um oh, shit. so yeah it was, it was it was crazy it was crazy like what had otherwise been nice calm warm warming spring days we just i don't know like a uh, zeus or somebody he had a real bone to pick with us here in the midwest i guess <laughs> <laughs> zeus and aeolus and uh zephyr who are the other there were like four like the four oh, gods of the winds. It's like Zephyr and then um There's Boreas, because he's the north. Boreas end. is north, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, Ze- and Zephyr's the south, and then I forget east and west because they don't matter. But. Yeah, I <laughs> give me like but, twenty yeah. minutes to like replay God of War in my head and I'll let you know. Because right. I think you end up like murdering one of them and stealing it. Okay. Or something like that. Yeah. No, that... no, no, you kill you kill uh Typhoon, the Titan. That's what that's, oh, that's what I gotcha. I got you. See, that's one I like. I, I'm I'm acknowledging uh, that this is an area in which I'm lacking because I didn't because I wasn't necessarily on Team PlayStation. I missed out on all the God of War uh, games, and I know that's that so, I love them. That's so sad. I know, and I know that I would love them because hey, I'm I'm Greek mythology dude. Um, so I, I I don't know. Maybe one day I'll finally just buy a bunch of old consoles or just like i can send you my ps4 or my ps3 buddy it's got like four i think it's got all the god of wars i don't know if you if you want it okay yeah well or or just even yeah like there's 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 ways to to play those games now which which that's also something um i know i've talked about this in other kind of contexts uh but yeah technology's great because it's like oh this game that came out 15 years ago i guess like uh, and it's 1996. Oh, I guess I'll never play this game because the little rental store, their selection is crappy. And I guess I'll never play this game again. And now it's like, oh, I can emulate this. I can buy an old copy on uh, eBay or, or whatever. Um, then, yeah, it's just like the world is at your fingertips. It's great. The world yeah. of video games. Yeah. And I think that a lot of stuff is getting re-releases, too, anyway. Like... Right. Nintendo well, uh, just keeps printing money with their like, yeah. hey, let's they're taking the Disney model of um, production and just like, <laughs> yeah. hey, remember this? Do you want to pay us eighty dollars for it again? You do? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, no, there's a whole lot there's a whole lot of uh, just that well, time to go back to the old school Mario and Zelda cash cows. What about a new Metroid game? Oh sorry, can't hear you. Uh, video game Virtual console money go brr. <laughs> With Shigeru Miyamoto's smiling ass face. Yeah. 
god. Yeah. Toothy grin. <laughs> yeah. Well, or, or even just um, um, like I just tweeted about this because this was just announced a couple days ago that uh, Rome Total War is getting a remaster. Oh, excellent. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited about that because I played the bejesus out of that game circa 2005. Yeah. What's it going to be on? Uh, it's on uh, it's on a whole bunch of different uh, PC stuff, but I think they're also oh, doing okay. but I think they're also doing Linux and uh, maybe even Apple because I, I think one of the things was like, oh no, we're gonna do a bunch of like cross platform play, um, so you can play like multiplayer battles or, or uh, right, right. But uh, but yeah, that's that's typically uh, I don't know I don't know if that's been ported to any. I don't think it has, but I know that you have always spoken highly of it, and I always, yeah. it's always something that I'm like, yeah, I want to command the legions, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and it's funny, too, because the original one that came out, uh, which, like, I get it, it's it's difficult, and there's also, you know, kind of, um, there's, like, game balance considerations as well, but, like, there were so many hilarious uh, historical in inaccuracies, like yeah. uh, like like the Egypt faction. So so the when this game play takes place is roughly uh, let's see if I can remember. I think it's like two seventy BCE is the starting year. Um, but all of the Egyptian armies are like a thousand years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yeah, like. Uh, bronze age egyptian chariots and dudes with like the pharaoh headdress and all that because because the game developers were like well we don't just want to have another uh faction that relies on the phalanx because like that was the most popular um (laughs) way to set up your army so we'll just we'll just have like the mummy armies and we'll just own that (laughs) (laughs) oh shit yeah, but anyway. anyway. <laughs> well, before we get too far ahead of ourselves here, I think it's time that we say welcome back to the Two Wizards Podcast. Mm-hmm. My name is Mark, and I am a wizard. And I'm Josh, and I'm a wizard. And, uh, yeah, it's always it's always nice to just, I don't know, kick your feet up, uh, spend spend good time with friends, Shoot the breeze, and of course, uh, have something special in our uh, wizard's chalice here. So, um, yeah. we and, and and actually, we did a little coordinating ahead of time, um, and so I guess we can we can kind of trade off back and forth on what is in our in our wizard's chalice this time. And uh, yeah, Mark, you want to want to kind of take it away here? What what sort of secret concoction we have? Yeah, and we did coordinate because I asked you to coordinate because I am a big th- a big fan of theming these things for some reason lately. I don't know what's wrong mm. with me. But I've got a uh, Purple Rain is what I've got tonight. Oh, Purple Rain, Purple Rain. But not just the song by Prince. It's actually a cocktail. It's a mixed drink that, um, uh, if I remember right, this was... This was on a poster, wasn't it? Yeah, it was on a poster in college. We had a, um, yeah. in one of our varied houses, there was a poster with all these different cocktails, and this one was on it. Because, and and uh, I think we even did something where, like, we, our kind of group of friends made it a challenge to go through and try each of these once. And there were some 
real losers. <laughs> there was a oh, what was it? Tokyo was Tea. I absolutely Tokyo loved tea. it, and you all hated it. <laughs> so I ended up drinking everybody's that night, and I got shit housed in like the first forty-five minutes. <laughs> Because people yeah, just kept that... giving me drinks, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And they're like, well, I guess we'll just drink beer. And I'm like, woo, all the alcohol. Yeah, no, that was exactly that. The Tokyo Tea, because it had Midori and some other stuff, right? It's like, Yeah, it was like oh. Midori, gin, vodka, I want to say. It was yeah, like a like Long that. Island iced tea, but with, I think it had Midori instead of tequila. I don't know. I absolutely loved it. You guys hated yeah. it. But... <laughs> yeah. but, but more to the point, it, there was also this one. That was like the clear favorite. Everybody dug it. Um, and yet when I would go to bars, like I'd go to bars and like order this and just get puzzled looks from the bartenders. Um, so I, I, I don't know how popular it is or not. But um, uh, but but what what is what is all in this uh, Purple Rain? For, for the listeners at home who are of age and who want to maybe try their try their own hand at this uh, this special drink. Yeah, um, so mine is a little bit more basic because I couldn't get my hands on some stuff, but it's mm-hmm. a um, a shot of gin, a shot of blue curacao, and then a, a cranberry juice over ice. Yeah. And then you adjust it with the curacao to make it a bit more bluish if you like, but it's it's all right. I it's, I think it's funny. I never really cared for these. You guys loved them, and I... Yeah, I always, there was and, a weird... I don't know, yeah. There, there, there was a bit of an inversion there where, yeah, we got uh, we got horned up for Purple Rains and you not so much. And then you got super horned up for Tokyo Tea and we not so much. Um, not so and, much. And, yeah. <laughs> well, and then the other, um, so, so yeah, it definitely is uh, gin, blue curacao, um, cranberry juice. Uh, and, and then uh, if, the, if memory serves, I think the recipe also had a, had a splash of sweet and sour. Yeah, that's what um, you had said, but I just, right. we, for some reason, there's no sweet and sour to be had down here for whatever reason, so. Yeah, and that's, I, and I think more than anything, like, okay, you're missing sweet and sour, you just add a little more sugar, maybe like a, a dash of lime juice or lemon juice or something like that. Um, and then. Add some Skittles, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, uh, so, so, so anyway, yes, listeners, that's, that's a purple rain. Uh, pour over ice, and, and then yes, you uh, you can adjust with the blue curacao and the cranberry juice to get this nice kind of lavender, royal, purple shade, and uh, bottoms up. And and I guess in, in the spirit of that, Mark, why don't we why don't we go ahead here and and bottom yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. Cheers, good buddy. Cheers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing like a little bit of time travel. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because we were talking about that too, right? The whole like, oh man. Yeah, there are certain drinks or certain foods that just transport you back to, okay, it's 2008 and I just got out of rehearsal and it's Thirsty Thursday. So, giddy up. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Yeah. Which I also remember at the time... Um, we were all really proud of ourselves, like, oh, we're drinking cranberry juice, and so our urinary tracts are going to be so healthy because cranberry juice is good for your <laughs> urinary tract. <laughs> and then in hindsight, it, it was totally, you don't have to justify it. Just drink just drink your drink. You're it's in okay. college. This is the one time when you, when you don't have to justify it. Yeah, when you don't have to. Like, 
<laughs> go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Ah, too good. Oh, that's funny, Josh. I wanted to do this one, and it, it's weird how well tonight worked out without any prompting from you, because as is generally the case, one of us picks a topic and the other one just gently is led blindly behind them, mm-hmm. hoping to survive. Yeah. And uh, I want to, like, so when this episode releases, it'll be the last day of March, the first day of April will be the following, obviously, because how the hell else could it work? But, like, duh. But... Mm-hmm. It's April now. And you know what they say is that April showers bring the Mayflowers and the Mayflowers bring the pilgrims and all that good stuff. <laughs> but I went down a really gross rabbit hole and I want to talk to you about it. Oh. And I think this might even get us into our very first ever two part episode. We'll just have to huh? see. Oh man. Um, I'm excited. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm flying blind. You, um, you wrapped the blindfold around me and held my hand and led me to, this place and I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, especially if this could be our very first two-parter. It very well could be. I'd say there's an 80% chance that this will be a first two-parter. And that's a weatherman joke, not me, like, not knowing how to. <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking about weird weather tonight, specifically a couple <gasps> phenomenons that they're just really, they're, they're really weird. And we're, most of them are completely explainable, except for the ones that aren't. So that is that's hilarious because I start off in the cold open, not even knowing that. I know. I almost this. shit when you started with that. I was like, <laughs> "Oh wow, this is perfect." Yeah, I did. I, I didn't know, listeners. Truly, we did not like. Yeah, we talked about purple rain, and well, and now that also makes a hundred percent sense. Why you said like, "Hey, yeah, Josh, tell me how to make a purple rain so we can have those for our." <laughs> Oh my God! Look at you, you clever boy! You <laughs> look at me go. I love it when that works out like that. I know that's incredible. Okay, oh uh, yeah, I oh yeah, I'm I'm jazzed. I'm jazzed up. Um, when I was oh what was this? When I was a little kid growing up, um, we got this book, Thousand and One, uh, kind of like science experiments or science activities for for kids, um, mm-hmm. and they had a whole chapter on weather things. Like here are the different types of clouds. Um, get a little rain rain gauge set up in your backyard so you can record all this data. Like they had a bunch of really cool stuff. And yeah, like uh, that summer when I was in second grade, I got horned up for being a burgeoning meteorologist. Uh, so so cool. I man, talk about time travel. Now I get to time travel back to being seven and saying like, look at the stratocumulus. And yeah, this is this is great. This is great. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. You might come out of this being afraid to leave your house, but <laughs> especially like if it's you know stormy and so forth out there. Like I, yeah. I, I don't know if I'd after this crazy weather. The one big thing I want to talk about, and I guess this is, I don't know the the the, the title of this episode I wrote is Attack of the Sky God's Fury. Subtitle. It's a rain and weird shit. Hallelujah. It's rain and weird shit. Hey, hey. I love it. <clears throat> so we're just going to start at the bottom. And now we're here with weird shit that falls from the sky, mostly in the form of animals. Right. Yeah. I, I know kind of anecdotally and I've heard kind of news reports throughout the years about, oh, uh, residents in uh 
Rock City today was surprised to discover that a bunch of frogs were raining or whatever. Um, so, so, so yeah, what, what were some of the, what were some of the ones that you were wanting to, wanting to dive into a bit? Well, yeah. So it's really weird. You just, you just hit it again, dude. You just, you just hit it. We're starting with frog. We're starting with frog rains. Mm-hmm. With it's it's a rain and frogs, hallelujah! Hey hey, I I'm gonna stop <laughs> doing that. I'm sorry. I will only no, do that ten more times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so like uh, number one, frog rains have been around for forever. Uh, in the second century, a dude named Heraclitus Lambus. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Uh, some Greek dude from way back when wrote in uh, Peonia and Dardonia. It has they say before now rained frogs and the. And that the houses and roads have become full of them. Just, I don't know, just a fun little Which, quote there. Yeah, I, I don't know if it would be any easier or harder to wrap your mind around the phenomena of frogs raining being back in like the Iron Age, um, 200, 300 BCE, or today. Because like if I, like tomorrow I woke up and there were frogs raining, I would shit my pants. Um, and, and even though, like, I understand, oh, no, that's probably a thing where they get caught up in, like, an updraft or something. Uh, but still, like, having goddamn frogs raining, <laughs> that that would make me lose my mind. So I don't know if people back in the Mediterranean 2,000 years ago were like, oh, honey, got another one of them frog rains again. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it'd be easier back then because you're just like, oh, hey, look, there go the gods again. Oh, oh yeah, there sure. it is. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, that is fair enough. And it's like, ah, crap, I guess we didn't do a good job with the sacrifice last week. We should get a get a better goat to, to slaughter or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hoppy on the, fro- the, the god of frogs and mucus <laughs> is displeased. Yeah. Bring him many almonds. <laughs> That's... Oh, God. Oh, man. too funny. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of, you know, the beautiful, like, lolling choruses, you just have, like, four people with nasty-looking frog masks in the back going... (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is the very famous... uh, There is the very famous comedy by my homeboy, Aristophanes, uh, titled The Frogs. um, Oh, yeah. Because it it has a frog chorus that um, their first entrance, they, they sing this little song... And I guess the, um, I guess the ancient Greek onomatopoeia that frogs like, like, like the sound that, that the frogs would make, it was, mm-hmm. it was like, uh, rekekex, coax, coax. That's like the refrain of this frog chorus. And so like Dionysus is in the underworld and he's rowing across the lake or whatever. And there's this frog chorus that's like kind of mocking him. He's going, rekekex, coax, coax. And Dionysus is like, ah, shut up, you. This wooden rowing bench is hurting my my butt. And then the frogs just kind of sing back at him. So, so yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's there's some attested uh, details about frogs singing and being a bunch of annoying pricks. Yeah. I- <laughs> Uh, yeah, what was it? H.P. Uh, Lovecraft's what the moon bog I think was all about. Oh yeah, demon frogs coming out of the moon or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. The frog is like a like a trickster god or something like that, or like an annoying kind of thing. Yeah, it also seems to be like a fairly 
common cross-cultural depiction where it's like land water make up your mind <laughs> i'm trying to sleep over here and you're going brick kex coax coax <laughs> so um one incident that i do actually want to talk about though that was really well documented occurred in 2010 in ishikawa prefecture prefecture in japan oh shoot yeah so um at about 4 30 on june the 4th it started to rain it started to rain in the village of Nanao. And, you know, just a regular rain or whatever, or, or so people thought. But it wasn't, Josh, because it, they, people came out of their houses looking at the rain, and what, they, what did they find? That's right, they found about 100 dead tadpoles just laying on the ground. <laughs> they were distributed through this, like, 300-square-meter area. They were everywhere, just some... They, I guess they were all just real, real dead. Yeah. That yeah. is, unfortunately... Um, yeah, not too surprising. I would imagine that the whole the whole trip getting sucked up into the rain cloud and then falling back down again and then smacking into pavement or roofs or um, cars or whatever. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really hard to bounce back from. Pardon yeah. You're... <laughs> <laughs> I Damn really it. wasn't trying to be a dick and like make a joke about that. No, know, no, not at all. That's, they don't know. that's great. <laughs> But it gets a little bit weirder. Like, okay, a couple, like a hundred tadpoles, whatever, that's nothing. But two days later at 7 a.m., there was another rainstorm, and a 75-year-old woman reported finding a bunch of tadpoles on her uh, car's hood. Oof. They had found a, another, like, they had found other batches of them nearby on the surrounding, like, yards and sidewalks again, too. So you got, like, frog rain two days in a row. It's just, it's not, right. it's not fun. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, see, that's. It's one thing if it's like, okay, a fluke, sure, I've read about this happening, fine. But yeah, once you get into multi-day uh, frog rains, yeah, that's that would start wearing on you, I would think. I would imagine that would be kind of psychologically distressing um, to have day after day, yeah. day after day of frogs or tadpoles even um, raining from the sky. Yeah, I don't know, like... But especially the second day. I mean, once cool, but I don't know. After after the after the second one, I think maybe if it happened one more time, I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. But right, yeah. Time for me to hop on out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to live somewhere that doesn't have wildlife raining from the sky on a regular basis. That'd be kind of. I don't want to raise my family here. They're frogs falling from the sky. Damn these but, frogs! But, but honey, this this has the best school district in the Tri County region. Hush, you! I'm not gonna have my children have have frogs raining down on them and get get, get caught in their hair. <laughs> We're leaving. I don't know why he's like 1930s um, businessman now, but because <laughs> it's perfect. Because he had perfect. to, he had to take a job at Ishikawa Prefecture. And... <laughs> right, even even less coherent, but more funny. <laughs> it doesn't have to make sense. It's a sitcom. Exactly. 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 <laughs> yeah, but still, like, yeah, twenty twenty ten. That is, that's not that long ago. I lied. That's 2009. Sorry. I can't read my own handwriting, but yeah, it's not really that long ago. 
Yeah, plus or minus a year. But um, Yeah. And then there was also two other incidents that I could not find anything on. I'm kind of bummed out about it. And I got to just assume that, I, I don't know, it's weird. One of them occurred in, um, and this was in 2010 from on June 18th to the 20th. And it happened like, I guess this happened like throughout these couple of days. It just kept occurring or whatever. But at, um, oh God, I'm not even going to try this one. Rakoslava, Hungary. I have no idea. But okay, it rained. Yeah. I it says that there was uh, two occurrences of frog rains, and then one in Cabo Polonia, Uruguay, in 2011. It also rained frogs there twice, and I looked into that place, and it's this weird little town. It's like an actual town, but it's completely off the grid. They don't have like anything. Oh wow! Yeah. It's just like its own like weird little self-sustaining community, and it's kind of cool. I yeah. read. I looked. I read a couple travel blogs about it, and it looks like a neat place to live if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So. <laughs> but like I said, and, I couldn't... Well, and, and bonus, uh, if you're also into that kind of thing, every once in a while you get blessed with uh, frog rain. Yeah. And you get to you get to catch them and raise those little critters up. And see, I, I wonder, like, if that's a thing, like, if they're... <laughs> just, like, go with me here on this. Like, okay. what if there were a micro-economy that depended on semi-regular frog rain because like droughts are real son of a bitch for like farmers and all that mm -hmm. right but yeah what if it's like well honey we haven't had a good frog rain in some nigh four years oh philip i know how hard you work well i just want to make sure that we leave something for our children because my father was a frog rain catcher, and his father was before him. <laughs> Again, I'm doing the same voice. Why am I doing the same? <laughs> it's all right. It's the same guy moving around, like like he started off in Japan, and now he's moving to <laughs> this little isolated mountain mountain village, Uruguay. Yeah, darn it! I'm just trying to follow in my family's footsteps. <laughs> Frog rain farmers. <laughs> I'm telling you, frog rain speculation's gonna be big. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, like he has like a hoe and he's just like digging at like really dusty, dry uh, soil in his farm there. And then you hear this little piff, 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 And then it like starts raining and kind of shades up his eyes and he looks up to the sky and then a frog hits him right smack in the middle of his face. <laughs> <laughs> does a little dance, does a little happy dance, throws his hat in the air. <laughs> we can pay him. We can pay the bank. <laughs> Yeehaw! There's frogs in them. There clouds. <laughs> we'll get them four closing suns and so's off my off my back. <laughs> the wife comes running out of, of the house. She says, "Like, pa." She's like, "Wife." They hug. They hold each other. I love you. I love you. And then there's just frogs running. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh God. Oh, uh, <laughs> What's in these purple rains? Gee, I, I have no reason for. <laughs> oh, this is a bad magic. It's <laughs> a bad, it's a bad magic. All right. So, so yeah, frog rains. Yeah. Yeah, frog rains. It's raining yeah. frogs. Hallelujah. Let's hop to our next topic. 
it's raining fish now because I'm over the frogs because I can't eat the frogs, but I can't eat the fish. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. Apparently, fish rains happen all the friggin' time. <laughs> so what follows they... is just, like, a lightning round of some fish rains. Here we go. Cue up that We Fit music channel, and we should probably think about getting new music. Yeah. Um, Singapore. So these are all just reported fish rains, right? Okay, yeah. Oh, purple rainbow. Ooh, different oh, yeah. kind of fish. <laughs> uh, Singapore in 1861. Uh, Madhesh, Nepal in 1900. Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, Canada, July 1st, 1903. Marksville, Louisiana in 1947. Oh my god. Illorn Kawara State, Nigeria in in May of 1993. Knighton Poes, Wales in 2004. Kerala State, India. or Oh yeah, Ker- Kerala State in India, oh, yeah. 2008. Um, god damn, India. Banwa Jam- Jam- Jamnagar? Mm-hmm. We're going to skip that one because I'm afraid of it. Uh, Laja... Oh my god, they're all... Okay, wait, this is Australian. Here we go. Lajamanu, Northern Territory, Australia, uh, February 25th and 26th, 2010. Uh, the Philippines, 2000, January 2012. Okay, so I guess this is like in three places in India. Sorry, I don't know how India's how India works. So yeah. it says... Uh, so capitals ITT, Madras, comma, Chennai, comma, Tamil Nadu, comma, India, 2013. Uh, in Chilwa... Chill, Chilla, Sri Lanka, 2014, and we'll just wrap it up because there's a shitload of these. Uh, with the most recent one in Jaffna, Sri Lanka, in 2017. So yes. it, it is raining fish. <laughs> well, that's really interesting because because you mentioned um, one of the places in India that you mentioned was Kerala. Yeah. Um, and actually, one of my uh, colleagues in the uh, uh, sort of acting program here, he's from Kerala. He's from that region. Oh, no shit. India. So I'll have to shoot him a message be like, hey, man, you ever have fish rain on you? <laughs> in 2000. Yeah, in fe- where were you February 12, 2008? And he's going to be like, yeah. I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like. Son of a bitch. All right. Yeah. yeah. Drops his like water glass and it just shatters. Like. <laughs> That's a day I've tried to put behind me for a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, but but also that my father that was sense. a fr- my father was a rain fish catcher guy. Yeah, was a was a rain. <laughs> but all I wanted to do was act. I wanted to be an actor, and I said, yeah. "Papa, go catch the rain fish." <laughs> a rain swordfish a... killed him. <laughs> you know why I catch all all these rain fish? So you don't have to, son. So you can build a better life. <laughs> It's my father's dying dream that I become an actor. Yeah. I just hate the theater so damn much. <laughs> oh, man. So, so shout out I'll to that guy if he's listening. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give him a yeah. I'll, I'll, I don't know if he's on Twitter or not. Anyway, um, but um, but yeah. So it, it sounded like a lot of these were more kind of by the coast. Not necessarily. Anyway. Yeah, and that's we're kind of spoiling the ending a little bit here, but well, 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 we're, we're not spoiling teasing. it. I mean, like because we're we're talking about rains and weather, and if you know anything, you know that you know the water cycle is a thing, and 
Maybe that plays into it. We'll find out here in a second. But there is one that I do want to highlight, and it's weird because you hit on it again for the third time tonight, Josh, without even knowing you're doing it. There is an event called the uh, Luvia de Pesis in Yoro, Honduras. And this has been happening for the better part of 100 years. Fish just rain there regularly for about a week. It literally just rains fishes. The, oh my God, that's it so, rains fishes so yeah. often and with such regularity that they started having a festival for it in 1998. Oh, well, that's... See, like, we we were talking about how freaky it would be to live in a region where that happened. But, but like, here's a community that's just turning into that skid... And be like, all right, if we're going to be the place where fish rains every second week in July, then damn it, we're going to be that place where fish rain every second week. We'll, we'll have pinatas, we'll send out flyers, we'll hire a band. Uh, and yeah, oh, yeah. We'll just do that. That'll be us. <laughs> and we sort of touched on it. You kind of touched on it. I've been hinting at it. But I guess we can get into really quick the rough explanation for both Frog Falls and Fish Falls. It's that water spouts touch down, they hit the water, they suck up whatever happens to be in there. The smaller fish just get taken. It's going to happen to them. And then they sit up in the clouds. Apparently they can hang out up there for a really long time, which makes no damn sense to me. They can hang out and then they just get, they just come falling back down to the sky. And it's kind of weird. Honduras is landlocked, right? There's an entire, there's an entire, there's like an entire country in front of it before you can get to the ocean. And it rains um, ocean fish on this town. It's about 120 miles away from the ocean, though. Just to give you kind of an idea oh, of, like, God. the scope of this thing. Yeah. yeah. And so that the, they say that that's what is more than likely happening is that it just, during May or June, or in from May through June, there's more, you know, water spout activity. These fish are getting sucked up into the cloud, and bam, there they are. Like, the physics of that... Are total are totally plausible to me because I've seen just really strong gusts like push a human around uh, or like a little kid. So yeah, like it, it wouldn't take that much more to lift to lift something as small as like a fish or a frog. Uh, yeah, tens of thousands of ten, tens of thousands of feet um, up into the air. Yeah, no, that that makes total sense. And then. And, but you're also right, though, that it's weird that they can just kind of hang out in the clouds for a couple of days until they precipitate back down. Um, which, how weird would that be? Like, you're a fish, <laughs> you're doing your thing, just hanging out, and then the next thing you know, you're in the goddamn clouds. <laughs> Literally the farthest from where you want to be. Right, right. It's like, I don't know what's going on. I can't swim. I guess I can kind of breathe with all the humidity or water droplets, maybe? I don't know. I imagine that they just almost automatically freeze to death, but... Well, so, I gave you the, like, the, 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 what do you call that? The real reason for this, but there is another reason potentially, all right? In 1855, a Spanish priest named Father Jose Manuel de Jesus Subirana came to this uh, little town of Yoro, Honduras, and uh, the legend follows as such. Father Subirana saw how poor the people of Honduras were and prayed three days and three nights asking God for a miracle to help these poor people and to provide them with food. 
After these three days and th nights, God took note of this, and there came a dark cloud. Many tasty fish fell from the sky, feeding all the people. Since then, the wonder has repeated itself every year. Just, you know, oh, maybe? So, yeah, There's there's that, that too? Thing. Yeah. But, yeah. fuck, what if you really I did? Mean, <laughs> In which case, like, man, we gotta send some people out there and get those get those prayers like rolling, man. Um, well, well, and and that was even going to be one of my kind of follow up questions: is like, are these just kind of random fish? Are they edible? Are they not edible? Because like, wouldn't it be something if yeah, your town gets regular uh, fish falls, but they're like disgusting <laughs> blobfish or. <laughs> So like sad custard looking motherfuckers. <laughs> Just like flop everywhere and you're like, oh, I can't I can't eat this what or What the hell is that? Oh it's a shit shark. What? Shit shark, it just eats shit. Yeah? Can you eat it? Oh fuck no. It'll kill you. Oh god. Don't touch it. Skin is acidic. Or, uh, yeah, or uh yeah, or a or a fugu. What if there was a one of those towns in Japan where where it rained fugu constantly? But, but these fish are like, fucking panicking and expanding and just getting stuck everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> hey, goddammit. Like a kid's like skipping home from school with a balloon because he got first place in, in the spelling bee. Now his prize was a balloon, so he's excited to go tell his parents. And he's skipping home, and then yeah, here comes this like puffer fish. And like pops his ball, <laughs> and 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 I know like mass like like that there's an upper limit to the mass of these fish, but yeah, like or just like marlins <laughs> and swordfish come like whistling in and get stuck. <laughs> it's like a funnier Sharknado. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which also that's literally the explanation they gave. Yeah, was that a uh, what a hurricane like passed over the Gulf or something and picked up all these sharks and that was that yeah. and they made seven of them i think yeah or or even um i guess in like another kind of sense like that's that's also kind of how uh junji ito's uh kyo kind of operates except instead of uh all this fish falling from the sky it's fish falling because they have little robot legs and they're powered by forks crazy but um yeah <laughs> <laughs> But it is. It, it's it's driving into this uh, base and primal desire not to have yeah. fish on land. Like, fish, stay in the water. You do your thing. We'll catch some of you, not all of you, because you're delicious. Like what we talked about in our fishing episode. But you stay over there. Don't fall from the sky. Don't wash up on shore, because you'll smell real bad. Um, so, yeah, yeah, freaky. Freaky, freaky fish fall. And it's just going to get worse from here, Josh. Right? Yeah, geez, I can only imagine with all the with all the climate change and uh, the yeah, in some areas getting crazy more amounts of rainfall. Uh, yeah, there's just going to be more and more accounts of uh, yeah fish falls or or even frog falls for that matter. <laughs> so what follows now is what I think might be the worst fucking thing I've ever heard about in my entire life. <clears throat> All right, let's do it. <laughs> on uh, July 9th, 2007, this comes directly from um, okay. KPLC7 in uh, out of Louisiana there. 
Eleanor Beal, an employee of the local police department, is going to work. It's uh, Sunday afternoon. And she feels something fall and hit her hair. And then she feels something else. And it wasn't something good. It wasn't a fish and it wasn't a frog. It was worms. It was a clump of worms. And then she started looking around her and there were clumps of worms hitting the ground. A woman. And this is copy, right? This is these. This is oh, this is Eleanor Beale's real. These are her words. All of a sudden, things started falling from the sky. Um, fuck you, Google page break. When I saw that they were crawling, I said, "It's worms. Get out of the way." I ran as fast as I could, thinking to I. I ran as fast as I could, thinking I could get to shelter. That's uh, that's awful. That is the worst. That is the worst <laughs> thing. Like. I was even thought, and and who knows? Maybe I'll be, maybe I'm I'm gonna pick the thing you're gonna say next. But like when you said that, I was thinking like, please don't be like spiders or like bugs or something. But yeah, worms would be gross. I oh. just fucking earthworms. You know the way that they kind of like jerk when they, and worms aren't gonna die. Like they have that whole you know cool like no right. What what is it? They don't hit terminal velocity or whatever. They're like bugs. They they can fall forever and just be cool. Yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah, because because they're light enough that they just kind of splat. Oh god, that's so gross. Splat, splat, splat. Ah, oh, that'd be. And then you so feel gross. it move on you. And so this is um, coming from communications officer Martha Amy, and it was all over the street. And they had a few together, but they had a few globs. I looked in the sky, and there were no clouds. We weren't under poles, and there weren't any, we weren't under any trees. And I couldn't believe it. I just ran back inside, and I didn't want any more to fall on my head. Yeah, that's, oh, and it gets into your hair and in your ears and stuff. Oh, fuck that, man. That's, that's terrible. Yep. Ugh, ugh. And then, well, 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 because it's already kind of gnarly enough when you get a, a decent rainfall and they kind of come yeah. out anyway. And then, like, the next day they're all, like, half sun sun-dried on the sidewalk and disgusting. But yeah, to have them actually fall and like smack you in the face, smack you in the head. Again, it's that like, oh, it's raining. Cool. Just, oh man. I. Yeah. Just, just stop. And again, what's up? Wait, like, so, so, so is the working hypothesis also that they got sucked up in a, like a, like a water uh yeah yeah according to the um national weather service um according to the national weather service there was a uh water spout over the lacassini bayou Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but uh yeah it was a oh yeah there was a worm yeah so there's swamp yeah yeah yeah, swamp earthworms yeah uh the water spout touched down and then a uh, marine advisory was issued for the surrounding waterways but they don't know that's what they're saying it more than likely was but yeah yeah which because uh, that also makes sense but just oh my god just stop stop with the worms yeah and I, there's a lot of, there's a lot of those that i found like there's a lot of accounts of like medieval accounts of like it rained worms today oh, but one thing that i kind of want to point out with this that we're already sort of touching on a lot of this shit's already there you just don't notice it until it actually rains so it's probably not actually raining like it probably didn't rain all these frogs but like you know, the water floods their burrows and they come up out, or I guess I'm talking about toads, but we used to have toads where I grew up. Like it would, we'd get a good yeah, thunderstorm true. and mm-hmm. the toads would come up out of the ground and there'd be friggin' toads everywhere. 
yeah, like how many how many fish falls or frog falls or earthworm falls uh, don't we know about just because it may happen in an uninhabited area? So like who like maybe maybe this is like happening fairly regularly, but it just so, but but we we only really notice it when uh, it's by a town or a person out for a walk that uh, that we actually know that that that, that we have recorded yeah. evidence of it. I guess. Uh, oh, animals just stay on the ground. Stay on the ground. Go hide. If there's a water spout, just like set up a little earthworm tornado <laughs> warning system. Where if there's if it looks like there's gonna be a storm, get the little siren going. And just just <laughs> find a tree to lodge yourself into or something. Something. Dearly beloved, we're gathered here today for this outdoor wedding, and we're gonna proceed with the ceremony. Uh even though the weather looks kind of threatening. Flap. <laughs> oh. Welcome to game six of the World Series. It's been canceled on account of worm. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God! And and here comes the uh, yeah here comes the the grounds crew rolling out the tarps and no they're taking a look and saying fuck that Dave they're not going out yeah <laughs> which yeah like if they because I I I I don't know if you were um, also gonna gonna talk about this too like these very biblical plague uh, type events like man if there's ever a sign that your wedding is not to be. <laughs> It's that in the middle of your outdoor ceremony, it starts raining frogs or worms or fish or something. <laughs> it's like, okay, hon, um, I love you and all, but maybe maybe this is a sign. Maybe this is a sign. <laughs> I know you think I was exaggerating when my mom said you were the devil herself, but I'm not so sure. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, well, and you, it's just going to get worse again because you already hit it. We're doing Spider Rain next. Spider Rain, oh, Spider Rain. It's the worst Ooh, thing man. you've ever seen. From the sky, they will fall. Hope they don't land on my balls. Look out. Australian <laughs> Spider Rain, mate. Yeah, it, well, because I've even seen, like, I, I've seen the photos on Reddit where... <clears throat> some poor Aussie bastard is like, yep, yeah, it's, it's migrating time for the spiders. There's just like sheets of spider webs covering outdoor furniture and cars and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I can, I can only imagine what it would be like to have these goddamn spiders raining. Well, <laughs> and that's it. Like, that's literally where we're going with this was we're going to, we're going to start in Australia and just get even worse with it. I damn you, Australia. We drink Fosters once, and then you come back to <laughs> rain spiders on it. So in uh, May 2015, in uh, Goulburn, Australia, in, which is in New South Wales, also hi to our one Australian listener. Hope, yeah, if yeah. you were there, let us know. Um, yeah. yeah, it just started raining spiders. Um, uh, a guy named Ian Watson looks outside, sees his fields covered in white shit, Gets on a Facebook and goes and says, uh, "Hey, is it anybody else being rained on by tiny black spiders?" And apparently he wrote, and then apparently Facebook exploded. 
Um, I'm 10 minutes out of, uh, so these are just a couple of the posts. I'm 10 minutes out of town and you can clearly see hundreds of little spiders floating along with their webs. Um, at the time I was so annoyed you couldn't go, you couldn't go out without a spider web getting on you. And I've got a beard as well, said some dude named Watson. (laughs) Watson. (laughs) Bearded Watson. Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the, the one post with their little spider web parachutes like that that makes it seem really cute though it's all these little spider paratroopers like kind of floating down but then yeah then you run into the very real outcome of having spiders in your beard and i don't mind spiders i think they're cool but not when there's millions of i mean you can you can look these up like you can see pictures of yeah, these events, okay. like, hell, maybe we'll even throw some up on Twitter. Who knows? But, like, yeah, the ground is covered in webs. The trees are covered in webs. Literally everything. Oh, God, yeah. That's hot. Oh, that's rough. But that's so the rough. reason behind this is something called ballooning, and it is really neat. So what spiders do when they're juvenile is when they're ready to go elsewhere, and especially this one type in Australia, when they're ready to move. They shoot out, like, they put their little asses up in the air and they shoot out three strands of silk. And they just keep it connected. Mm. And that silk is light enough that it catches onto electromagnetic discharge in the atmosphere. So they're literally riding the proverbial lightning. This picks them up and then they just rock it away. (laughs) Well, that makes it sound awesome. It does, until you realize that millions of spiders are doing it at the same fucking time. I don't know if you remember this, but we watched this together on the news in 2010 in Pakistan. The same thing happened. Oh my God, that's right. Same thing. There was heavy rainfall in the area surrounding it. The spiders in that area noped the fuck out and just landed in trees in this town. Oh my God. Because like what? I I was joking about like, uh, well, yeah, like we have meteorologists who can predict weather and look at the low and high pressure fronts and blah 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 but you can't like forecast this shit like unless you know like oh yeah it's about to the week of fish falling from the sky or oh yeah it's about to the that time of year when the spiders oh my god that's so time for the spider rains (laughs) yeah (laughs) ooh cloudy with the chance of black widow hmm (laughs) <laughs> you wanna you wanna get worse because it's gonna get worse let's yeah we have to we have all right to. so uh this happened again in brazil in 2019 holy cow that's just, just a couple same years ago. yep a couple years ago same thing um but so here's the really gross thing these are big spiders that are doing it. these are tarantulas that are doing it And they're not ballooning to travel. They're ballooning to catch prey. So what they're doing is, number one, I read this deal, and I forget. Oh, I want to say I'm afraid to pull it up on my computer, so I'm not going to do it. But it's going to be called um, Who Will Stomp the Rain. But it talks about these, um, you know, all these different, like, horrible rainfall, rainfalls of animals and stuff. But it talks about these spiders. And these spiders are working together as a group to trap insects. They're making these giant sheets of web that just drape over everything and hang because they can just like fly over. They just fly over them by ballooning and drop down shit onto them. 
So spiders are working cooperatively to hunt and catch prey. And I know what you're thinking, that's in Brazil, but hey, we saw them doing it in Texas as late as last August, I think I saw. So, uh, there's that. That's... Well, and, and, and that's just it, too, is it's like how... Oh, like, yeah, like if, if, if the wind shifts and it, there's, a, there's an updraft or something and it takes these guys, uh, yeah, hundreds of, of miles away from their natural habitat, then, yeah, they're going to they're gonna land in... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm looking at... I don't think this is doctored, um, but, yeah, here's, an, here's something from The Guardian... Uh, raining spiders, airborne arachnids appear over south southeast Brazil. Yeah, that was that was and one of them. Video. Yeah. And oh my god, yeah, you just see all these spiders just hanging out in the air. Oh my god. But no, like that's, that, that's so where I funny. get worried about it. It sort of like way, way back with the giant snakes. We talked about how Python distribution is coming way farther north than it ever has before because of global warming. Same deal with these spiders. Like, yeah, it's, oh man. well, or even, um, some of these like tarantulas, they, they can take out parrots and things like n- n- not just insects but they like eat birds and so yeah i mean i'm sure like, we're not going to get any bird eating spiders up here like maybe oh man knock on knock on wood or whatever but jesus oh god yeah that would be <laughs> i also want to really quickly touch on a phenomena called meat showers oh gee oh jesus mark what are we doing here what are we doing <laughs> And it's uh, I'm touching very briefly on it because there's not a whole lot on it. There was a thing called the uh, Kentucky Meat Shower in 1837, I believe, when it rained meat on this one poor little farmhouse for a, about 20 minutes. Um, it was determined to probably be mutton, and the going explanation for that one was that a flock of vultures got scared and puked themselves, or and all threw up in flight and dumped meat on this one poor farmhouse. (laughs) There was another occurrence in England where a bunch of meat started raining and they think it was because a flock of birds got ripped apart by gale force winds. Oh my. (laughs) Well, or like, uh, I mean, I've seen, I've seen, uh, unfortunately some videos of, uh, geese and things like that get sucked into jet engines or, or even just, uh, propellers. Uh, yeah, and so yeah, if you're out working in your garden or taking your dog out for a walk there in the English countryside, and all of a sudden there's just this slop of gore that just lands in front of you. I also heard a story about a Japanese fisherman that got hit in the head with a frozen squid that apparently fell out of the sky, <laughs> and I just think that's funny. I'm putting that in for honorable mention. Yeah, no, yeah, as yeah. As it as it should be, I I think the world would lose if uh, that wasn't included here. Oh man, yeah, just yeah. So meat showers, it meat showers, man. Ugh. I I don't know the the idea that it's a flock of vultures just all getting really excited and puking at the same time doesn't quite hold water. But hey, whatever. It's Kentucky. Yeah, it's eighteen thirty. Little... Whatever. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes about as much sense as a priest 
praying for three days straight, but um, but but yeah, man, it, it's. Uh, Do you eat the meat, Josh? Oh man, I because they like in the Kentucky case they ate the meat. They like cooked. No, yeah, wait, really. They had several meat experts oh, come out and weigh in onto it. And the 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 consensus was mutton was what it was. So bear that as thou will. If it's like clearly identifiable, just like a ribeye or something, um, yeah, sure, I, I, yeah, sure. But oh man, I don't, I don't. <laughs> well, or or just to say, because like, wouldn't that be a story to tell your grandkids? Yeah, yes, yes, youngins, come over here and. Let me tell you about the time that I ate meat from the sky. All right, Grandpa, it's time for bed. No, really. It was delicious. Meat from the sky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, like, if it if it were mostly clean and not, like, slimy or whatever. Yeah, give it a try. Sure. Well, and if it was, yeah, and if it was 1830s or something like that, I mean, it's not like you'd... Just pop into the supermarket and grab a pack of like uh, vacuum sealed bacon or whatever. No, like you, like times are tough. You got to do what you got to do. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like oh god, you know that that priest did his thing, but there was one that did it in Kentucky too, because he just wanted some like good old yeah. southern barbecue or something. <laughs> yes he that, and that he botched he botched the spell like right yeah like it, or the other wing the, the the other way that i would eat that that i would be convinced to eat that is just yeah barbecue low and slow uh cook cook the shit out of that thing add a bunch of spices to cover up any gnarly tastes uh and and then yeah and then yeah i, I would probably little little tabasco Nice little like kosher pickle on the side. Okay. Good to okay. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, I got I got one more horror from the sky for you, buddy. All right. And Let's this one it. might just be out of this world. <laughs> I watched the I watched all the Austin Power movies like this last week, and I'm getting real <laughs> shitty. With my laughing at my own jokes, but making a point to laugh. You know what I mean? Like, <coughs> yeah. not only will I laugh at my own joke, I will punctuate that laughter with, like, looking at you like, <laughs> aren't I a clever fellow? <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> so, for my final point tonight of horrible things that might fall from the sky, and it might be meat, and it might not be meat, but we don't really know, is a thing called... Sky blobs. And they are also known as star fallen, star falling, star jelly, star shot, star slime, star slough, star slubber, and star slutch. (laughs) Star slutch? Star slutch. S-L-U-T-C-H. I bet the person who came up with that was like, guys, you'll never believe what I just found outside my house. It's like, oh, you mean this sky slime or the sky blubber? Or like, oh, no, this is sky sludge. <laughs> like just like just to like differentiate. Oh yeah, well, what's the difference? Well, this one is this is sky sludge. <laughs> and, and, and anyway, 
So what? So what is a sky jelly or a sky blob or whatever? We don't know. <laughs> it has. We have been seeing it since like the 1300s. Like we've we've mm. been talking about it. I'm sure others might have seen it. According to folklore, it's jelly that's deposited during meteor showers. So like the meteors are flying over Earth and they're just kind of like pooping out blobs of jelly. <laughs> It's also said to bubble up out of the earth or it's it, it, so like, if I understand that the way that they're looking at it through their weird, like context of history, whenever mm. a meteor strikes the ground, this is like the earth kind of bleeding. Oh, a star hits okay. the ground and then it punches a hole in the earth. And then this shit comes out of the hole. Interesting. I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah. What's up? Well, well, cause, cause I know that, um, I know that recently with some scientific, uh, like research missions and things like that, um, I, I know we found some kind of organic compounds in things like comets and, and stuff like that. Uh, I think maybe and that, meteors too. Yeah, that could, that could so be. So who knows? So maybe on like entry into the Earth's atmosphere and it gets kind of cooked up and solidifies and turns into this goo stuff. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe. Could be something like that. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be. But yeah. Um, what it, what it is. Cause I don't think I really said what it is, is it's just like a translucent, a translucent grayish whitish jelly. It, Ugh. it it's yeah. It's just jelly <clears throat> and you find it on the ground, but we have been finding this shit and looking into it and being mystified. A dude named John of Gaddenson said that in his mm. medical writings described it as a certain mucilaginous substance lying on the earth and suggested that it might be used to treat abscesses. I want to know if he did. I really, really want to know. These poor dudes like, hey, here's a new thing I discovered. I wonder if it'll cure smallpox. Like they just, they were really trying. They were really trying like, shit, I'm out of ideas. I don't know what to do with all these abscesses. Oh, here's this goop that I found. Giddy up. <laughs> I cannot being I cannot imagine being so desperate to get rid of my abscess that I just pick up this gray goop on the fucking ground and I'll rub this in there, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, oh, man, my my tooth has been killing me for months. I'll just rub this random stuff in it. You're on it. <laughs> oh god. Please, God, take away the pain. Yeah. You just bend over and find this stuff. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, or so the other kind of thought that I had is, um, yeah, like maybe if it's not extraterrestrial, like we've been talking all this time about other life forms that have gotten sucked up into the clouds and then eventually like come, come, come falling down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, who knows? Maybe it's thinking back to because uh, not only is time a flat circle, but it's also a fairy circle. Like maybe it's maybe it's some sort of like fungus. Maybe it's some sort of mushroom thing. Well, some sort of slime. That is that funny. Is up in the clouds. That that is uh, funny because you just hit on it. There is some explanation for some of the shit in Mexico. Oh, all right. They have a slime mold called Enterderium lycoperdon. And it is commonly called the Caca de Luna, which you speak enough Spanish to know what that one means, right? <laughs> Moon poop. 
it's 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 like a slime mold that looks it looks kind of like this i guess it's it, it's like a big ball it's a it's a big it's a big fungusy ball and it's translucent and whitish and moon shit I'm looking up a picture online, and yeah, I could see why it would get that name. Yep. (laughs) (coughs) Oh, my God. So the most... So this stuff happens all the time, and we've been seeing it, and... On November 11th, 1846, a luminous object estimated to be four feet in diameter fell at Lowville, New York. It left behind a giant burning foul-smelling heap of luminous jelly that disappeared quickly. That came from the Scientific American. I don't know if that does anything for you, but kind of does to me. Okay, yeah, yeah. In 1950, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, four policemen found a domed, quivering disc of jelly six feet in diameter, one foot thick at the center, and just about an inch thick at at the outermost edges. When they tried to pick it up, oh. it dissolved into an odorless, sticky scum. And what's really cool is that this incident inspired the movie The Blob. Oh, no way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that yeah. sounds about right, but... <laughs> in uh, December 1983, in North Reading, Massachusetts, a Thomas Grinley reported finding some of his lawn, some of the stuff on his lawn, on the streets, sidewalks, and dripping from gas station pumps. Ugh. And this one is my favorite, I think. On November the third, okay. nineteen ninety six, a meteor was reported outside of this outside of uh, Kempton, Tasmania, which I guess is outside of Hobart. Doesn't do anything for me. But um, the next morning, white translucent slime was discovered on lawns and sidewalks across the town. Whoa! Yeah. <sighs> yeah. See that? Oh man! It it is like it's it's got to be. Yeah, like it, it's it's got to be something where there's there's this thing floating through the atmosphere it's kind of seeding seeding the earth with its spores or whatever and then it kind of turns into the one that freaks me out is the is the one where they tried to pick it up and then it just kind of dissolved just like a, that yeah that one's real weird that one's super weird and so the but, most uh, common explanation for this might also be the worst one oh it's like frog fuck i guess so we talked about like the fish and stuff tadpoles get sucked up into this the same thing can happen in like ponds with frog spawn in them right mm-hmm. this egg these mm-hmm. eggs can get sucked up and then churned about in the atmosphere which i guess kind of like destroys everything inside of it and then it just gets rained down because it's oh. still a blobby mass and and mm-hmm. and the leading one of the things or one of the reasons why they feel like this is what it is is that they have uh, this goo has uh, eukaryotic cells in it, so it is from something that was right. living at one point. Right, right. They also think it might be a type of like freshwater algae, but that I don't know. That one's weird. They swell up when they get yeah. wet, but not not so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, yeah, because if it is something like I, I mean, I've seen on certain nature documentaries the mating frenzy and there's just a whole bunch of frog eggs um or even like fish eggs yeah that are just hanging out in the sort of like tide pools in the um low low tide like kind of coastal areas and 
if it's already established that um yeah like water spouts can come around and like suck things up from the from the coast and then put them up in the air that then yeah i guess that does like as gross as that sounds yeah it does sound like there's a possibility that uh maybe it's just a bunch of failed frog reproductive goop <laughs> yeah and there is some scientific stuff behind this in that like or some explanation behind it and that like there was one incidence in um Frisco, Texas where uh a battery reprocessing plant was causing like this like it was leaching um impurities into like the oh, groundwater okay and okay. so that was bubbly they call it a caustic soda so it's like a mm. solid mass of like bubbles but in this case they were kind of a purple color and they um were solid they okay. weren't they weren't a, they weren't gelatinous so maybe that's it like industrial runoff or 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 and like this one doesn't work as well for me but like in 2012 a guy found blobs of the of this stuff in uh dorset england and it turned out to be something called sodium polyacrylate which is a super absorbent polymer so somewhere along oh, the line okay. some like really absorbent polymer got out fell into this guy's yard got wet and then exploded Gotcha. Well, and, but and that was probably... 2012. That's something that we're making. Like, we're not doing this and, you know. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back in the 19th century or whatever. And um, the term I wanted to it... use was spawn jelly, not frog fuck. I apologize. Apparently that's a technical term. <laughs> spawn jelly. So I don't know if that well, makes it better or worse. Yeah, true, true. Uh, well, and, and you are probably right too, Mark, that there's, there's, uh, this very much seems like there could be multiple, um, uh, processes that create this space goop um that kind of falls down so it's yeah like i'm sure there are lots of different there there, there could be lots of different ways uh for this space jelly to to occur and then fall down yeah could be but i got a i got a detailed case for you there josh and this is where i want to end off tonight okay because this is literally sky jelly doom from the sky So, on uh, August 7th, 1994, in Oakville, Washington, it started raining at about 3 in the morning. Mm. It's Washington State. It rains all the damn time. Like, nothing yeah. to it, right? Mm. Until residents and witnesses in the area noticed that this rain was different. It looked like it was made out of jelly. It did this a total of six times over the next three weeks. It would just rain jelly from the sky. Officer David Lacey was on patrol with a civilian friend at the time, which makes it sound like he was doing a ride-along or, like, uh, Oakvale, Washington is real lax with, like, the way that cops get to operate. But it's right, also 1994. Yeah. Like, what are, what are they going to do? Sure. He picked right. up his buddy yeah. Greg from the bar because he saw he was going to get his eighth DUI. He's like, nah, nah, Greg, hop on in here. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But so he describes the event was as or while they were driving, it – uh, started hitting on the windshield. So he turns on the windshield wipers and it starts smearing everywhere it goes. Oh God. So being a cop, he like pulls off into a gas station to like wipe it off. He puts on a pair of latex gloves and describes it as being very mushy. Almost like if you had jello in your hand. Mm. Mm. 
another awful. yeah 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 another local uh dotty hearn stopped at, or went outside to look at it she said she thought it was giant hailstones but when she touched it she realized that it quivered like jello oh my god but so then by afternoon of the next day um the cop david and dotty and other residents became super super sick so yeah uh at least several people got real, real sick. They described having difficulty breathing, extreme vertigo, blurred vision, and an an increased sense of nausea. Beverly Roberts, who's another person in town, said that everyone had had just contacted, oh my God, had just contracted a flu that must have lasted for two to three months. I don't know if that's it. But additionally, several cats and dogs that came into the substance fell ill and they died. Yeah, she, like... Yeah, a flu for two to three months, that's, I mean, that's that's obscene. Uh, and, and then, yeah, to have uh, uh, several pets die as a result of this, like, God, there must, ugh, ugh. there's, there's got to be some sort of, some sort of shit in there. And so here's where it gets really weird, because we don't have any answers. They picked it up, they analyzed it. Um, there was one lab technician that said that he found uh, human white blood cell in it, but he had no idea where they're going to get human white blood cell tissue in weird sky globs. That, oh my God. This is uh, like, should, should more people know about this? I honestly I think they should. Like more peop- I kind of think people, I, I think more people should know about this. Holy cow. Yeah. Th- yeah. That's, that is like, that's like a, a horror movie plot. Jesus. And so here it gets a little, maybe not spooky, but maybe it takes a dip into logic for just a second. A microbiologist mm-hmm. at the Washington State Department of Health named Mike McDowell analyzed a sample of the stuff and said that it was teeming with two species of bacteria, one of which lives in the human digestive system. So Mike's thought was that this is human waste. And what he thought more than mm-hmm. anything was that this was likely something that was dumped out of um, an airplane. Right. Because remember, it's 1994, we don't have this, but, 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 just automatically poo-poo that, because that's not even it. (laughs) Ha-ha, poo-poo. FAA regulations state that you have to dye uh, human waste blue. Right, right. Yeah. Like the, uh, well, and and I know this was exaggerated for comedic effect, uh, but yeah, that movie, Joe Dirt, when he finds what he thinks is a lucky meteorite but it's just something that was dumped out of a plane but it's blue but it's blue oh that's my a, god that yeah. peanut there's a dead giveaway that that's a space peanut that's a, that's a space peanut he's, he's you ate fries. off of it <laughs> yeah. dipping his fries in the, in the ketchup that's on there this is my lucky this is my lucky meteorite <laughs> <laughs> Which, but, but so, and even if that itself, um, if, even if the precipitate itself wasn't, what wasn't all, uh, dumped out from the airplane, like, okay, it dumped out its, its, uh, contents somewhere else, but then all those bacteria and junk, uh, they're still floating in the air for a while and like eating on the, uh, little little bits of dust or other things in there, and then finally, when they get heavy enough, they all kind of rain down. So yeah, I, I think that does that seems plausible to me. It's Maybe plausible that. But also remember, oof. this occurred six times over three weeks. It wasn't an isolated incident, a poo storm. Uh, uh, it yeah, was not a literal shit storm. 
I oh my god, that would be so bad. <laughs> Can you imagine? I just oh my god, I just can't even. Because yeah, like what can you do? Nothing. What can you do? Like yeah, you just gotta. And if it hits you, you you get sick. Like right, it'll kill your damn dog, dude. Like yeah, it it's just like it, I. And like what I was going back to previous previously, there's no like weather forecast and and uh, yeah, next week uh, don't forget your umbrella and uh, hazmat suit because we have another. One of those pesky sky blob storms coming in. <laughs> like you can't plan, you can't plan for it. It's just, oh, what's this weird jelly that's on my car windshield? Whoops, guess I got pneumonia. Whoopsie do. <laughs> so to this day, they don't know what it is. The leading theory, oh the leading theory is that uh, the Navy was doing uh, low altitude bombing runs into the Atlantic Ocean during this time. And they bombed an entire bloom of jellyfish. That bloom of jellyfish got sucked up by water spout and then deposited 50 miles inland at Oakvale, Washington. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. But, and here's where it gets even ookier, spookier, and maybe time to put on your tinfoil hat because we're going to get a bit conspiratorial. The residents had reported low-flying aircraft or military aircraft in the area like weeks leading up to this event when mm-hmm. there was not a military aircraft presence there ever before Whoa. so Josh this is the question I'm going to pose to you tonight this is where oh, we're going to end we're going to end right here tonight with the with oh, the Oakvale yeah. blobs do oh, you boy. think just maybe that the US government was doing something that it shouldn't have done maybe testing something a, a weapon of some type you remember the guy in England who had the uh, balls of polymer in his yard? That was granted. That was 2012, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a man-made thing that we did that got out on its own. Are these you yeah. know, Oakvale blobs? Are they something nefarious by our government? I I mean I I think it's safe to say that any given hour of any given day, the U.S. government is doing things it shouldn't be doing. Um, but they also have our best interest at hearts. Well, sure. Yes, of course. And uh, uh, and hooray for the red, white, and blue. I am a Yankee Doodle Dandy, a Yankee Doodle Do or Die. Um, I, I mean, it. Well, like the more that I hear about, and not even that, not even suggesting that they were intentionally like testing this on residents, but just like. Valves fail sometimes, yeah. and like, and like, oh, he, this thing was flying and carrying some stuff, and maybe some of it leaked out, or, um, like, like I'm thinking also of um, there's a there's a guy that I knew kind of growing up, older guy, uh, friend friends with my dad, and uh, <laughs> he was he was saying that uh, when he was in the army, he was helping them kind of come up with Agent Orange mm-hmm. for the Vietnam War. He got, not regularly, but sometimes he would get, like, dusted with the stuff. Yeah. I don't know if he was fully sincere about this or if he was just pulling my leg, but he was bald. And so Mm -hmm. he'd say, like, no one in my family is bald. I'm the only guy in my family that's bald. And it's because I got dusted with Agent Orange a couple times. (laughs) 
And that, but but still, that could vary. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Yeah, but so 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 yeah, like maybe if it weren't, even if it weren't uh, necessarily intentional, or the or the Air Force or the Army or whatever decided like, haha, screw you, Oak Oak Oakville. Yeah, Oakville. Yeah, yeah, haha, screw you, Oakville. We're you'll you're our unwilling test subjects for this new chemical weapon or biological weapon. Um, but yeah, man, like people got sick for happen. for three months, like. Which, and yeah, like, and, and this than... is what we're going to get into next week. But the U.S. government loves nothing more than testing on its own people. Mm. Just that is true. Just you know, that is true. Yeah, and yeah. and not telling and not telling people ahead of time that they're participating in this uh, research or test or whatever. So no, I think there is. I think there could be. Uh, yeah, this could also be plausible to me. I don't know, but <laughs> thoughts, weird rain. You know. It, I know I took a turn into weird there at the end, but I don't know. How are you feeling? And, and it's really kind of funny, too, because here in the Midwest, we get a fairly decent amount of rain, uh, certainly more than where we were in Alamosa because it's Alpine Desert, right? Um, and, and yeah, like, I don't know, like, it's because, like, when I was a little kid, I would always just kind of for fun, like, oh, let me like catch some snow and and um, or, or or try to catch snowflakes on my tongue or, or like let me let me catch some rainwater and like or or or, or like drink rainwater as it's falling out, out of the sky. And my parents would get pissed at me. They'd be like, don't don't drink that stuff. It's not like treated. It's who knows what's in there. And of course, at the time, I was like, ah, whatever. I'm eight years old. I'm invincible. I'm bulletproof. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like anymore, there's no way. You couldn't pay me enough money to like drink raw rainwater <laughs> that comes falling out of the sky. And and who knows what else is in there? If there's a tadpole or a space glob. Yeah, it, it's... Man, I'm... I think I'm going to have to start getting like my hazmat suit and... <laughs> before like the next time i go out in a nice summer shower <laughs> singing in the rain is just so much grosser now as he's no it, it well or, as he's dancing around stomping in frog goo yeah fro- well and, and, and yeah it's just oh man because it is like it's it's it, especially so you know there uh mark like to have a rain collector barrel is illegal in Colorado. Uh-huh. Like you can't have one of those. Whereas here, like like they're everywhere. People have rain collector barrels like all over the place. And it's just like, oh yeah, sure, it's fine. Like here's here's for my garden, here's for my lawn. Uh here I'll mix it up with some country time lemonade and sell it for a nickel. <laughs> but like I, after doing this, I don't think I want to drink rainwater anymore. I don't want to catch yeah, snowflakes I, on my I tongue. Don't. Yeah, no way. I guess it, I am. Well, well, I was a little bit ignorant of all the crap that is floating around in our atmosphere that I didn't even. We do, I didn't even get into like colored rains. Apparently, colored rain is a big deal, and a lot of it is shit. because of like particulates in the atmosphere, and that is mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. just terrible. Like, well, and 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 to be fair, like I do kind of su- subscribe to like the George Carlin idea of like no, like when you're a kid, go out and play in the dirt and. 
uh, lick things and like build up a healthy immune system that way when you're a kid. And then that way you won't be as likely to get sick um, later on when you're an, an adult. So like, yeah, go do all that stuff. But I, I, I think I'm pretty fully convinced, um, yeah, not to drink raw rainwater anymore or <laughs> uh, eat or eat too much snow or anything. Like, yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Well, I, man, uh, for this being our first two-parter, I'm sure left in a state of suspense and I'm excited to what, to what new horrors, what new meteorological horrors uh, await us in part two of this episode. It should be a good number of them. And I, I don't know, maybe now everyone else can be a little bit worse off at parties because I know I am after this week and what I can only assume will be next week because I've already started scratching the surface and oh oh boy oh boy I hope also, you're ready for yokai part three because after that my brain is going to be shot <laughs> yeah, yeah also I want to pat myself on the back and say look at me because I've said meteorological like four times in this episode and I've been flawless every single time hell yeah yeah even with drinking even with drinking these goddamn purple rains. It's you can rattle off man. The... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, here, Mark, why don't we uh, why don't we bring this this episode to a close? And I'm in a bit of suspense. I'm sure our listeners will be in a bit of suspense. But if they want to share with us their stories, maybe they have encountered some frog fall or fish fall or, God forbid, hopefully not worm or spider fall. Oh, God, um, yeah. How... How how could they share their stories with us? Oh uh, well, you can get a hold of us over on uh, the old Twitter at uh, Two Wizards Pod C One. We're on Instagram, which I'm trying to breathe life into at uh, Two Wizards Podcast. Or you can just go ahead and drop us a line at uh, Two Wizards Podcast at gmail.com. And you can also find me at Marky Stardust on Twitter, Great Greek Buffalo on Instagram, and Josh. Our dear listeners can find me on Twitter at Plan Barbarian. And yes, tell us, tell us your story. Maybe, maybe one, one of our listeners, maybe the uh, person finding this episode for the first time will have lived through the Oakville space glob uh, debacle of 1994. And they can, and they can tell us, they can tell us what it's like, uh, what, what it was like to, to fall mysteriously ill after having this, this gelatin fall from the sky. Yeah, absolutely. Something like that. Well, until next time, everybody, take take a damn umbrella with you, for the love of God. Take an umbrella. Even if it does look like rain, take an umbrella. Wear, take, wear a hat. One. At all times, just wear a hat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, everybody, take care. Night, guys. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all! Ah!